0: The KXAN News Podcast is sponsored by Shelf Genie.
1: A body found in a burning Southeast Austin home. What we've learned about the person who owns that home and why neighbors say they're not surprised about what happened. And former
2: President Trump may soon be facing charges. What we know about the legal troubles he faces.
3: And the fourth day in a row of unseasonably cold weather. But just as spring begins, a warm-up follows in your forecast. A home fire turned into a
2: homicide investigation overnight in southeast Austin. Thanks for being with us. I'm Daniel Muddine.
1: And I'm Jennifer Sanders. Our Jayla Washington is live there now. And Jayla, neighbors say that they are not surprised by what happened.
4: Jennifer, Daniel, yeah, not surprised at all, being the fact that that home there behind me, where it happened, uh, has had the cops called out here multiple times. Now, right now, this is actually the closest we've been able to get up to this area, uh, due to the fact that police had it blocked off for quite some time, but they just cleared out the area a few hours ago. When neighbors in this southeast Austin neighborhood walked outside Monday morning. This is not what they expected
0: and when you see the crime scene tape and multiple cop cars and crime scene vehicles it's not not the best feeling
4: I have a, a one-year-old and a two-year-old uh, little girls Adam and Dell lives just a few homes down from where this homicide investigation is now happening. Around 11 Sunday night, firefighters responded to this home after a call about a house fire. But inside, they found a body.
2: I've seen police activity there, I think two times, two or three times in the last couple months.
4: And so has Lance Pufal.
0: That house, it's just like a weird vibe to it. People have stories of him yelling at them throughout, like from his front porch. Just last week, he was staring at me really weird when we walked by with my dog.
4: According to public records, the man who owns the home is a registered sex offender. He got out of jail back in 2009 after doing some time for aggravated sexual assault of a 10 year old and was put on probation for 10 years. Police haven't said whether he was home at the time or if he was involved, but did say was there a fire that was intentionally set um, and, and who set the fire if that's the case. And we also know, according to police, the person who died had trauma wounds, though they didn't give specifics on what type and police say there was someone else inside the home who called
0: It's okay. Good girl. I just would love to have kind of peace of mind of like, this is an isolated thing.
2: We've lived here in four years. This is the first time something like this has happened.
4: So no word yet on whether the person who called 911 and the man who was found dead actually knew each other. But I can tell you that, um, you know, we have asked police these questions. Neighbors are telling me they would like to see a greater police presence out here, being that this is a busy area right off of I-35. Of course, just wanting to feel safe again. Jen, back to you.
1: All right, Jayla, thanks so much. One student is dead and another one injured after a shooting outside a high school in North Texas. Police have arrested one male student and charged him with capital murder. The Arlington Independent School District said it happened at Lamar High School just before seven this morning. That's about 40 minutes before classes started. One student died and another student had been grazed by a bullet. Police have not yet released details about a possible motive.
2: We don't believe that this was uh, anything where the student was going to try and shoot multiple people at the school. Uh, We believe it may have been targeted.
1: And counselors, of course, will be on hand at the school for staff and students who want to talk about what happened.
2: Well, today, the city of Elgin broke ground on a new 11,000-square-foot police station. The building the police department is currently working out of is just over 100 years old. Chief of Police Chris Noble gave KXN a tour of that current station. He says the building has leaks and asbestos, but the biggest problem, he says, is space. He says it's so small, some evidence has to be held in storage containers outside. The city of Elgin expects its nearly 10,000 person population to double in a couple of years. The department only has 32 people on staff right now. Noble says they would need to double that within the next five years. As we grow and we must grow in order to uh, meet the needs of, of the, the community, uh, we got to have a place for officers, you know, for the detectives to sit, for the administrative staff. And the new building will cost
3: $5 million to build. First Warning Weather with Chief Meteorologist David Yeomans. Well, spring officially sprung. The spring equinox today started at 424 PM about 40 minutes ago, and it was not only colder than normal, this was Austin's coldest spring equinox in 40 years. Out at the airport, we started at 34 degrees today, high temperatures there, and at Camp Mabry, nearly 20 degrees below average, only in the 50s instead of the 70s. Live downtown right now, it's not getting any colder, but it's certainly not warming up. 56 degrees under cloudy skies, We've got a solid deck of overcast skies, and that's not changing, although we also don't have any rain in your evening forecast. But look at this. The winds are no longer from the south, from the north. They have turned around to the south, and this is actually going to be the key to a warm-up starting pretty soon. Coming up, I'll show you when we end up in the 80s. We're tracking our next severe storm threat, and of course, looking toward the weekend on a Monday evening.
1: All right, David, thank you. This afternoon, hundreds gathered outside the Texas Capitol for a rally to show support for LGBTQ Texans.
4: When transgender rights are under attack, what do we do?
1: Equality Texas and several other groups went to meet with state lawmakers and advocate for their community after the event. Jonathan Van Ness from the show Queer Eye now lives in Austin and spoke at the event as well.
0: We will have to be back on these steps, in those chambers, protesting and fighting for our rights. This is the first of many times. This session ends at the end of May. We will be looking forward to seeing all of you again.
1: LGBTQ advocacy groups and are organizing supporters to attend committee hearings about certain bills, including one Wednesday about a proposal to bar certain books from schools.
2: Well, today in New York City, crews put up extra security measures outside of the district attorney's office. The barricades are up as former President Trump says he expects to be arrested tomorrow. And he's called on people to protest. NBC's Alice Barr looks at the former president's legal problems.
5: No charges yet, but the political fallout is already underway, with former President Trump preparing for the possibility of becoming the first former U.S. president to be indicted for a crime. A Manhattan grand jury hearing from more key witnesses today as it weighs whether Mr. Trump should face charges in a hush money investigation involving adult film star Stormy Daniels in the weeks leading up to the 2016 election. It's not the hush money payment itself, no. it's the way it's documented. The former president predicting on his social media over the weekend that he would be arrested Tuesday. Though a spokesman clarified he has not been notified he will be charged. Mr. Trump and his allies attacking the Manhattan district attorney with House Republican leaders now asking him to testify before Congress.
2: Stop going after people because you have political differences
5: house speaker kevin mccarthy also urging people not to protest something former president trump did call for law enforcement in new york is on high alert complicating any potential prosecution mr trump has declared he's running for president again potential rivals including florida governor ron desantis joining the republican chorus slamming the investigation though desantis added this
2: i don't know what goes into paying hush money to a porn star to to secure silence over some type of alleged affair. I just, I can't speak to that.
5: It all comes as the Trump legal team filed paperwork today in a separate case seeking to block potential prosecution of the former president and allies for allegations they tried to illegally overturn the 2020 election results in
1: Georgia. In Washington, Alice Barr, NBC News another wave of tech layoffs why amazon is cutting thousands of jobs
2: and it's been two decades to the day since the evasion of iraq we look back at operation iraqi freedom corporate giant amazon announced today it will be cutting 9,000 more workers from its payroll in a memo to staff ceo andy jassy said the cuts are part of the company's decision to streamline costs Most of the layoffs will impact Amazon's cloud computing, human resources, advertising, and Twitch live streaming businesses. This is the second round of job cuts for the company in less than a year. In November, Amazon began to lay off more than 18,000 workers from its retail and human resources divisions.
1: You can help decide what a new trail in Austin will look like. The city of Austin is asking for feedback about the Mocan Trail Extension in East Austin. So this new segment will run between North Pleasant Valley Road and Springdale Road. The three quarter mile extension is meant to connect the bike path on Perdinalis Street to Southern Walnut Creek, the city hosting a virtual open house so that you can see the plan and weigh in. It's called Mocan because it's being built over railroad tracks, the line where the Missouri-Kansas-Texas Railroad, or Mocan, used to run.
2: Well today marks 20 years since the start of Operation Iraqi Freedom. In March of 2003, U.S. forces invaded Iraq, vowing to topple Saddam Hussein's dictatorship. Former President George W. Bush and his administration told the American public and the international community that Hussein was hiding weapons of mass destruction. No such weapons were found, but forces did succeed in knocking Hussein out of power. By the time the U.S. withdrew in 2011, there were at least 4,400 U.S. deaths and more than 32,000 wounded. At least 100,000 Iraqi civilians died.
3: A cloudy, chilly day, but no measurable rain falling today in Austin, as our total falls a bit behind schedule for normal month-to-date rain. Lake levels sure certainly need some help. Travis holding steady, but though, falling an inch. We'll have your warmer forecast right after this.
5: This KXAN News Podcast is brought to you by Shelf Genie. I'm Rosie Newberry from KXAN Studio 512. Considering replacing your kitchen cabinets? Struggling to find or reach things? Go to ShelfGenie.com slash Austin. Shelf Genie designs custom pull-out shelves for your existing cabinets, adding convenience and value to the most used room in your home. Shelf Genie custom pull-out shelves, everything in reach.
2: The Austin ISD Board of Trustees is hoping to put a stop to its revolving door of superintendents. Dr. Stephanie Elizalde left last year for Dallas ISD, followed by interim superintendent Dr. Anthony Mays, who went to ALIF ISD.
1: And one concern that has come up in finding a replacement has been how open and transparent this search should be. Nabil Ramondna shows us some factors that could impact the search. It's important right now
0: in 2020. Doctor Stephanie Elizalde was named as the lone finalist for AISD Superintendent.
5: It just seemed like the right fit for me at the right time
0: in texas this is common practice but some would like to see more transparency and more candidates being named the single loan finalist is named and everybody just has to deal with it Quitlawak Guerra, a parent in the district he wants to make sure the district gets the next pick right and he wants to know which candidates are applying that's unacceptable because the process favors the superintendent candidates not the people and their children and the students. In February, AISD trustees met with GR Recruiting, the firm tasked with helping to find the next superintendent. In that meeting, they discussed how open the search should be, And the pros and cons of having an open search.
3: More more, uh, 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 that you go to expose the candidates in this process, it will have an impact on the candidate pool.
0: An open search could mean more candidates.
1: A risk of completely closing the process is that the community doesn't feel as involved or doesn't feel as committed to the person. The person will have a higher bar to prove themselves.
0: Trustees will be tasked with how open that search will be. I believe that this board for sure can come to a good consensus on the sensitivity of the candidates and our obligation and responsibility to our community. And for Guerra, it's a students. process the district has to get right to gain trust from families and teachers and for the students. If we have an open process, we're more likely to find a superintendent candidate that prioritizes and centers the needs of students and is willing to stay and see out the work in the long term. And that's what we need.
1: Come on, lady, hustle, the bell rang.
2: Nabil Ramadna, KXAN News. And according to AISD's superintendent search timeline, the district will begin accepting applications this Saturday, March 25th, and hopes to name a finalist on May 25th.
1: Internet is getting a little cheaper for some here in Austin. Austin Pathways, that's a part of the housing authority of the city of Austin, has received a $250,000 grant that's meant to help low-income households afford broadband internet access. It's called the Affordable Connectivity Program, and it gives you $30 off of your monthly bill. That money, which comes from the Federal Communications Commission, will discount monthly broadband services and even helps pay for $100 off of some computers and tablets. The FCC estimates nearly 104,000 house houses are eligible for discounted Internet, but less than 20% of those homes are part of the program.
3: First warning weather with Chief Meteorologist David Yeomans. Well, what was one of our warmest marches on record to date sure has transformed over the past four days. This is our fourth day in a row now of much cooler than normal weather after the cold snap began late last week. Cloudy skies here over Lake Travis, our live Oasis restaurant cam, 400 feet above those low lake levels, always for you on KXAN.com. It's 56 degrees there right now, 54 in Dripping Springs, even chillier elsewhere, 53 in Burnett, 54 degrees in Georgetown. Chilly weather has actually helped our pollen count recently. Just checked again and our hourly data is showing a slight uptick in these three allergens, but even mold, oak and grass, which have been really problematic lately, they are all staying low and this one page for a change is all we've got for allergies today. Out to the west, you can see warmer temperatures are starting to blow in on a south wind from Marfa to Midland, uh, Lubbock to Amarillo. This is a warming trend begins because our next storm system is already approaching. You can see the cloudy skies here locally with no real measurable rain falling this evening. A big storm system is lined up to again hammer our friends over in California. We've got high wind warnings just south of the Bay Area, winter storm warnings for heavy snowfall outside of Los Angeles tomorrow. This storm system is already inf- impacting our weather and will eventually bring our next risk of severe storms. That though, just like last time, doesn't come until the end of the work week. The thing that we'll feel first, warmer temperatures. Southeast winds are already blowing and as cloudy skies act like a blanket and southeast winds blowing from the gulf watch what happens overnight temperatures don't get colder they actually hold steady or even rise even before the sun ever comes up tomorrow so it's a much warmer start to the day with temperatures near 60 and certainly a warmer finish with highs for most of us returning to the 70s kind of back to where we'd expect to be this time of the year Otherwise, the clouds and radar not getting much prettier at least immediately because those southeast winds bring in some moisture as well. This means cloudy skies continue through tomorrow morning with a couple little spits of mist and drizzle on your morning drive. Maybe a little foggy, a little damp through midday tomorrow in some areas. But even though it starts off that way, the daytime looks a little prettier after lunchtime. More peaks of sun return and this will be an increasing trend Wednesday and Thursday with more afternoon sun and even warmer temperatures. But the western storm I just showed you eventually brings us the risk of strong storms and that happens starting late Thursday. Here we are Thursday morning with the storm approaching Texas from the four corners. Doesn't look like we'll see much action late Thursday. It may at least as of now hold off until after midnight. That means early Friday morning. This is a cursory look at a big line of strong to potentially severe storms first in the hill country, then in the metro, maybe during your morning drive at the end of the work week. It'll continue eastward pretty quickly after that out of your hair. By Friday afternoon. This again is not going to be the kind of rainfall that we need. Just a quick line of thunderstorms. Many of us see about a half inch. We're thinking through Friday night. There is though a risk of severe weather already painted in the Hill Country from the Storm Prediction Center. We'll get another update to this map tomorrow morning. So I want you to stay with us. Of course, this will be a moving target over the next couple of days. Tonight's forecast, steady temperatures as south-southeast winds blow in 10 to 20 miles an hour. A little mist and drizzle by morning, continuing through midday tomorrow, then some breaks of sun and a warmer, comfortable day at 73 degrees. You can put away the big winter coat for the next several days, and maybe for a lot longer than that. Even with the threat of severe storms, that front does not bring any cooler air. Weekend is looking warm and dry Saturday, Sunday as of now. Next week, a weak cool front brings just a slight chance of rain. Well, coming up, the Austin Public Health initiative that could earn you some spending money.
1: Austin Public Health wants to pay for you for getting vaccinated. It will begin giving out some gift cards to people who get the COVID vaccine. Now, This all comes after what APH says is a decrease in vaccine demand. Anyone who is eligible for the shot and who is receiving their first, second, or a booster dose can receive a gift card. APH tried a similar program two years ago but only offered 2,000 gift cards. During that program, APH was offering $50 HEB gift cards. These new gift cards, though, will be accepted anywhere that accepts visa.
2: President Biden has issued his first veto since taking office. I just
3: signed this veto because the legislation passed by the Congress would put at risk the retirement savings of individuals across the country they
2: couldn't take any consideration. Now the veto halted a bipartisan measure to stop retirement plans from weighing environmental social and corporate factors when making investments it had passed the only thing taken into consideration would have been the rate of return well coming up tonight we have a new two-hour episode of the voice after that an all-new quantum leap and then we'll see you back here for KXAN news at 10
1: and of course you can join us an hour earlier for KXAN news at 9 o'clock on the CW Austin. Here's where to find us. Thanks
2: for listening to KXAN News Nightly. You can also listen to KXAN News Today every morning for more in-depth coverage of what matters most to you.